Okay, we are back. Episode 2 of 2021. We skipped last week's episode. No, we didn't. We did birth control. That was last week? Yeah, it was last week. That was week Nope. Anyways, I'm going to have to fill this out on my Google Doc tomorrow because it's going to annoy me that I don't have it every day. Um, also, did you know that after you shave, it feels like really good once you lay in bed? Sorry, that was off topic. Hi guys, I'm Riley, and then my mom here... Um, welcome to another episode of Parent Teen Talk. Today we are talking about academic expectations. Just expectations about your school and stuff like that. Can you please finish up your chores while we're doing this? Thank you. Sure. Uh, If you couldn't tell, that was the biggest eye roll in the world. It was not actually an eye roll. It was. was. And you even slammed your dog down, but okay. Anyways, academic expectations. What does that mean to you? very loud just put them in there for now what does academic expectations mean academic expectations expectations and academics yeah but what does it mean it means your expectations people and expectations they have for you in academics in school okay well do you think it's my academic expectations your teachers yours oh there's plenty you are crazy um, no, there's I you you have ac- academic expectations. You know, mine are to not fail, no, I, or to try my best. Yeah, my teacher's expe- uh, academic expectations is for me to get a C or higher, actually C plus or higher, which I need to fix. And then there's also my expect my academic expectations. Just expectations. My expectations in school to have. At least an A or higher, which is not going well right now. My grades are really crappy um, because I went on vacation and my teachers aren't updating their grades and they're saying I'm missing assignments and they're giving me not full credit when obviously I got full credit because I got 100%. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that. My teachers are, like, pointing me out because I bet I went on vacation. That's why. So they're probably annoyed with me. That's why all my grades should be at A pluses right now because I got 100% on all my assignments. And I literally went back and redid them all to get 100%. It doesn't matter that you took vacation. They can't penalize you for taking vacation. I know. My grades, okay, my grades have gone up. I have like two A's or A pluses now. But the thing is, I got 100% on literally all of my work and I went back on the problems that I didn't get 100% on and I redid it and I made sure to tell my teachers if not updated it. My, my, Biology teacher, though, I have, like, a B-plus or a B-minus in her class right now. But she's like, I understand. Don't stress about everything. I know you went on vacation. And I know some of the teachers don't update. And I was like, thank you. She's my favorite teacher. Oh, my bed's being very annoying. It's coming off. Anyways, sorry. That was really off topic. Um, well, I want to hug my dog. Anyways, academic expectations. Lots of kids are stressed by academic expectations because, you know, you might have, you might not have the, your parents might have different academic expectations than my parents do of me. Like, my mom's expectations, my dad's, actually, that's not true. Your expectations is for me to try my best. And what are your dad's? Dad's is for me to have an A or higher. No, he told me that exactly. He was like, I, he was like, this B needs to get changed to an A. If because that's not we an know. A, I'm mad. That's because we know you know you Well, can you do can better. tell that I'm trying my best right now. I was in the car when you sent me my grades. I was crying when my counselor was on the phone with me. And I'm going to start crying right now. 
grades are a big deal. I don't, my, okay, my parents know that they don't have to push me to get good grades because they know that I have to be the best at everything. I have to be at the top of my game. I have to have all You're the A's. one who wants to be a valedictorian. I'm the one who wants to be a valedictorian. I don't even, I don't even care if it's because of the good grades or the good college. Just because I want to give a speech at the end of senior year. Because <laughs> I want to give a speech. That's why. I already have a speech written down and I memorized it in my head. Not even kidding. But it's because I push myself and I cry when I have my grades are lower than a B. Like, I'm going to start crying right now because my grades are C minus. Well, did I freak C. out when your teacher called me? No, I was freaking did, out. Did I freak out? No. What, what did I say? I messaged you. sent you, it to me. And I sent it to Call you. My I counselor. talked to your counselor. Oh, my God. My counselor is amazing. Shout out to Mr. Romero. And... Uh, all I said was, okay, well, that's weird because I know she doesn't ever have low grades like that, but I'll talk to him, talk to her. But it's the same thing I tell you guys all the time. As long as you're trying your best, that's all I care about. That's all I, no, don't start messing with it. That's all I care about. Like, your brother's grades are the same. You guys each have your different strengths and weaknesses. I make my strengths, or my weaknesses my strengths, and if not, then... Like, and the only reason why I used to have missing assignments and stuff is because I procrastinate so freaking much of my homework because I'm like, oh, there's classwork that needs to get done that's due by the end of the day. Oh, there's classwork due tomorrow. I should might as well just do that. And then I think about my homework. And sometimes, so most of our um, websites we use send us, like, reminders to do our homework or a teacher will be like, hey, you have this to do. And she'll send a link in the chat or something for Zoom. Um, but if there's some websites that don't send us reminders or they don't tell us that we have homework on there that we should just know already, like I have to use math Excel for my math homework and I'm always like, I don't get reminders or anything like that to do it. She's just like, oh yeah, do your math Excel. And then I forget about it and she gives us literally half an hour in class to do our homework and I never take that half an hour. I take my half an hour doing other homework. (laughs) And then I end up having to do it at like eight o'clock the next morning before it's due because all my homework is due the next day or like two days later at the end of the week at 8 o'clock in the morning. So I'm always up and I'm like, Mom, I don't use the computer. It's like 7.59. Do you know how many times? That happens all the time, right, Mom? Yeah, it's really annoying <laughs> because I tell you all the time to get your homework done. Because doing your homework in the morning when we're rushing around and trying to get everybody else's stuff and I'm trying to leave to go to work is not okay. I know. But lately, for the past few, like this past week, I've been doing my homework. She's like, sometimes I do my homework before we even learn the lesson, and if it's an easy lesson. That's a lie. No. Um, you did not do your final report for art. That No, I'm talking about my math homework right now. That's a whole different story. I turned that in today, and now my grade's at an A or an A+. Plus. That's not the point, though. I know it's not the point. I, I did that project five times, but I redid it all. Because first off, it looks bad. Second off, how you represent me, and I do really stupid stuff. And I just didn't like how it looked, and I told her, I was like, I'm struggling with this. I might need an extra few days. And she's like, that's fine. As soon as you turn it in, just hit submit. Just don't turn it in. She says, if you turn it in by the time my next project is due, which is this Friday, she's like, then I'm not going to give you a grade for it. I was like, okay, I will have it done by the end of today. And she's like, okay. And I turned it in at, at like 12 something in one of my classes and I was like I did it and she's like okay I've never stressed you guys about your grades 
We've never stressed you guys about your grades. Honestly, okay, so those parents out there who out, who are listening right now who tell their kids that they have to have good grades, the more you stress to them about it, the more stressed we're going to be. Because I have a friend, and her her parents are like, they control literally everything she does. And they control No, you everything. feel that way about us anyways. No, I don't. Ahead. I don't, honestly. Um, but she says, she's like, I'm not, I'm not going to say her name. And she says all the time, she's like, my mom and dad are forcing me, you know, to get good grades. And they're like physically checking every day to make sure that I have these good grades. I don't even check your grades. I, know. I, I don't, I can't check on this computer. It won't let me check. So I have to I check through my I phone. I don't even check. Well, that's why oh. I ask you to check on We should, we should, we, you should read the one that I'm reading because this is the second one. Oh, it's like Hunger Games. Vers- like divergent with a little bit of X-Men in it. Oh, it's so cool. It's yeah. a young adult book. Okay. But anyways. Oh, my neck. Um, uh, there's actually four books in the series. Ooh. I'm also going to have to read another one. That it's, exactly. I'm talking about the book. I was reading The Red Queen. Oh, it's like, you're like, what? Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Are you I just almost done with it? This, I haven't read this one. I read The Red Queen. Oh, you can take the one. I'm, I've got like. Okay. I'll be done with it. Because I haven't... I only have this book that I'm reading right now. And then I have... There, anyways, well, continue. Except for those two. I don't think that you are going to be struggling. Like I said, when you get older... I don't think I'm going to be a person who struggles with school. Oh. I don't think I'm a person who's going to struggle with school when I'm older. You know you're pulling clothes out of my drawer. It's stuck to my foot. My foot is literally down here by... Well, you shouldn't put your foot there. I I definitely don't think I'm going to be a... It should be folded. I don't think I'm going to be a person who struggles with school too much because... Good study habits now create better study habits later, you which means you will be talk doing... Talk to them. Talk to them real quick. Talk to who? Them. Whoever. People are... <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I don't know what you're doing, but... Oh, no, my computer went dead. Oh, I think I actually turned it off. Anyways, I am not a stickler for grades. I expect them to do their best. Um, Some days their best is not their best. It's the best they did that day. And sometimes I'm okay with that. And sometimes I'm not okay with that. Yeah, these are all papers from notes because I have to put them into a new notebook for math. Because okay. I already used something. You guys don't do the avid things here at the school, huh? Oh, No. Oh, it's so stupid. We did. We used to. They used to give out planners, but they ended up. Ne- they didn't end up giving out planners to everyone. And I was like, that's why I asked if I can get a planner. I was like, I don't even want to take that. And then planners. you didn't even use it. No, I just. I still have it. I just have to throw it away now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, my I make sure one way for me to remember what my notes are is to make them very colorful. And have you ever bright. had a bullet journal? Journaling. That's when you see all the people like those fancy like banners when they're writing and then they write their notes. It's pretty cool. It's supposed to be good for people like me and Cohen with like ADHD when you're yeah. just like, doo, 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 doo. but then to me, I, I would, I would do it, but then I don't want to waste my time rewriting my notes that I've already written. Yeah. I think it's an, don't do that. Yeah. Kind of it's like, okay, go ahead. Um, if I, if I don't make, well, if I don't make my notes colorful, and when I have to go over my notes, because I have a math test coming up, like, tomorrow or something, if I don't color my notes, I'm going to think that page is boring, and I'm just going to skip through it, or I'm going to forget where I put some stuff. So, like, look how colorful I have to make them. Yeah, you should be full-turn. I mean, you might like that, but then it's kind of a waste. 
Okay, this is the bestschools.org magazine, High Expectations Education Silver Bullet. It's secret to edu- education excellence, high expectations. In the quest for excellence in education, all parties want the same results. High-achieving, well-rounded students who rise to their full potential, ready for college and primed to take on whatever the world can throw at them. Parents, politicians, educators. My thing is, I... Like, I want you to do really good on a test, but I think our education system is so messed up and it's so twisted and convoluted because the way that they teach you guys things, it's ridiculous that you guys have to know some things. And a lot of it is they want you to memorize these things because then you're tested on it. But it's not only testing your knowledge on something, it's testing you really on how well you can memorize something. Yeah, and memorizing is not what we want. But I mean, you, you're really good. I mean, I'm not worried. I, I could put something in a song and you memorize it all the time. That Remember, that's how I taught you, that's how I taught you your name, your phone number, your address. You remember, <laughs> I was telling Riker that last night because when we had to do the um, fireman thing, 911, I was like, Riker was struggling with our address and I was like, I don't think I ever did that with him. I would say, like, my name is Riker Ritchie. My address and is... like, I remember when I was struggling with the vowels and my mom made a song. She was like, the vowels are A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. And, like, there's, like, this whole song to it. And that's how I memorized it. I have you watch on. No, I forgot to put it on today. And I karate anyways. But, um... There's certain songs, like, my mom, okay, I'm, like, it's okay if I memorize things, because I memorize things really fast. I can learn my kata, which I have to learn, which is, like, a 20-minute thing. I can learn in five minutes and have it looking good for karate. My mom can give me a whole page to memorize in, like, 30 minutes. Like, when I was four years old, so I sell Girl Scout cookies, and, like, for me to stand out, I give a a spiel to every person I stop at. As soon as they open the door, I give the spiel. And it's usually when you were five, not four. When I was four, five, and it would be it was a page long, and I was five years old, and I memorized that in thirty minutes, and I had it ready to go, and I had a song and everything, so I can memorize things really quickly, but it's it's, it's for some people it's really hard to memorize instead of taking their time to actually learn it, which I think our our like all teachers and like educators and all that struggle with. The reason why their kids don't remember what they're learning is because they move too quickly. Because, you know, they'll be like, Are you, is everyone okay? okay? Is everyone done with it? And it was hard in school to raise your hand because, first off, you had those kids who were super smart and got their math done really quickly. And they didn't have any questions in class. And so if you were one of those kids who raised your, you raised your hand, you were going to have lots of, you know, mean, rude things said about you because... You didn't, you know, like, I remember in fifth grade, or it was fifth grade, when I had to get switched to that other class, and all my friends got put into the new class, you remember that? Yeah, I, we were in a combo class, it was fifth and sixth grade, and then they ended up getting a new teacher, so we didn't have to be in a combo class, and the sixth graders, which was what I was in, we were all supposed to be moved to this one new teacher, Miss Nguyen. I ended up getting put into miss monofelt and i was the only kid in that class who got put into her class and all my other friends everyone else went to miss nguyen 
That was the only one who got put in Miss Monica's class because I was struggling in math. And in the, in class, I would raise my hand and no one else had questions. And it was only me. Remember, remember, I used to get yelled at by the kids after school and during lunch and during class. And I would cry because they told me that I wasn't smart. And so I never raised my hand anymore. And I struggled a lot more. And then whenever she was like, is everyone okay? You know, is everyone good? The majority of class would say, yes, they're fine. And then the rest of the kids didn't raise their hands because they didn't want to get made fun of, you know? So I think that it was hard for all of us to raise our hand and to have one person in class help 25 other students or more. Now online, that struggles a lot more because most kids now cheat online. Like this one kid was throwing answer sheets into the chat today online and it's harder for us to raise our hand because she has to get through the whole lesson and sure she gets two hours but there's also technical difficulties kids like to jump onto zooms and be idiots and talk and tell random like the girls on there that they're really pretty and weird stuff like that personal experience um and it's just like it's a lot harder so it's where was I going with this <laughs> um, but I just think parents you shouldn't be pushing your kids too hard especially since we have quarantine and we're all distance learning it's really hard for Not us everybody's distance learning well, but for those a lot of the schools are back in session have been back since like it's so stupid why can't we go back um, but you're lucky that you have two parents and one that can stay with you during the day and help you guys if you need it technical difficulties and all that, especially when that usually works really good with computers. Yeah, but I just, parents, I don't think that you should push your kids too hard and stress them too much about grades, especially, well, my voice is cracked, especially now because of quarantine and the social distancing. For those who are still online, it's a lot harder for us to get help, and we send, I send emails to my teacher from, I have to, up, I have a message her every week about something, and she has not gone back to me about anything until like a month later I'm not even kidding so I ended up getting in trouble for it so sometimes it's the teachers who don't respond quick enough it's hard for us to learn especially since there's kids who are trying to be idiots in class and it's just it's a big struggle and the more you stress about our grades the more it's going to stress us out it's going to freak us out more and it's going to make us like give up we're going to be like I give up and my mom she doesn't do that so I'm still like I'm pushing myself to my limits, and my limits is that I have to have at least an A or an A+. plus. But it's different. Each kid's different. Yeah, I'm just... I. You guys have always gotten good grades. Just, yeah. Even this one, who I don't always think. Cohen? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. his brain is very smart, but he doesn't take the time to slow down. Yeah, there's but just... you struggle in things that he's really good at, and he struggles in things that you're good at. Like, you love writing... You love writing stories and stuff like that. I love English. English is one of my favorite But it's classes. so funny because I think he... I'm not saying anything that bad about you, but I think you you read a bigger variety, bigger variety of books. But I think he reads slower and he takes the time and he comprehends them faster. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Because when I take my comprehension question, like... My my reading skills and my grammar skills are, they're they're beautiful. Okay, I have really good reading. Like my 
if I if we still did like the Lexile level, I my teacher told me I'd be at like a eleventh grade reading level or higher, and I'm only in ninth grade. Um, but when it comes to my comprehension skills, like, yeah, I read through the story and like after the story, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, what was this about? But then I jump right into a new story and I don't think I'm at, about it too much like I should. So when I have my comprehension questions, I do such a crappy job at them. I get really bad, huh? Every, all my English teachers, I don't know if they've told you this, but they tell me that I need to work better on my comprehension skills because I don't comprehend them very well. I just jump into the next story. I don't think But about it's not it. about the amount of books you consume. It's about the quality. It's just like friends. You can have a lot of friends or you can have a like two or three quality friends. It's yeah. the same thing. But I think because Cohen, he doesn't read as many books as you. There's not as many books as aimed for young boys that they are. Like comic book. No, no, I'm just saying that there's more books are geared towards girls and females than there are books that are for boys. Like, I survived all these, like, I funny books, but they're not, like... Like, yeah. he read all the Lemony Snickets, but even then... And The Artist Foul, I think, is a great book series for him. I really wish he'd get into it, but... It's because he, he didn't actually read them. Like, okay, I, I get he, it, because there's lots of books are about, like... But anyways, back to what I was saying is... Yeah. The books that he does take the time to read, he will he will read them not once, maybe twice. He'll read like four or five times. He comprehends them, but you but I mean, he'll I just shut do... down when you ask him about the book. He will not talk to you about it. Yeah. See, I love talking about. After I read a book, I'm like, Mom, okay, you have to read this book. By the way, you have to read that book called Providence. Or you'll, Providence. You'll like no, I don't have time for that. You'll like it. I know. You I I've had you saw um, books in my book my room. I gotta I read know. all those. Like okay, I've read all of these books at least twice and I okay the first time I read it I don't comprehend it very well but if I read it multiple times like looking for Alaska I comprehended that book so much I've read that 20 times I have a paper that keeps kind of how many times I read it and I actually go through my books and I take papers and I make notes in each place that I like um like this book the secret life of bees I read three times there's a movie about it. There's a movie. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. I'm going to have to watch that now. Um, but then a lot of these books end up sitting here. And that's why I end up keeping these books here. Because these are ones that I want to read again. That I've already read a lot. Um, I think that's also why I don't get into too many books. is because I'm too worried about reading multiple books at one time. Instead of just taking the time to read the whole book. Like I DNF a lot of books. Like this book right here. This one, I DNF'd for now, because I was like, because I started reading this book, and I was like, but this is what that means for you. Huh? You have to add it. DNF means, like, I didn't like the book, so I stopped reading it, which usually never happens. DNF means what? Do not finish. Did not. Did not, do not finish. Both. I did not finish this, because I'm going to restart. All these books, I have Okay, we're not talking about books. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, um... I wish you cared more about your chores and responsibility than you do about your academic expectations. <laughs> yeah, I care more about academics than, than chores. And that's the, like today I was on the computer till 3 o'clock doing weird essays. Okay, I want, and this is off topic. My Spanish teacher made me fill out this survey and it was like, what kind of friends do you like? Like, what, like, what do you find in friendship? How, do you like? Is it mandatory? Yeah. It was like quality over quantity or... You know, and it was like, 
how how young do you think is too young to be in love? Have you ever been in love? Do you think you Ew. should date at this age? That's a very inappropriate survey. Huh? That's very inappropriate. Why? What does it have to do with Spanish? It was because we were learning about, like, like... Wasn't love, but it was like relationships, like friendships, and I know I had to answer it. And it was sixty points. It was like a test, and I was like, "This is so." It was asking. Me I don't even. I would pay you guys for good grades, but it's pointless to pay you guys for good grades. I know. Sit. You guys don't even. You guys don't even take your money for doing your chores. Well, I've been checking it because they don't deserve it. Sierra, I told you. Shout out to my big sister, Sierra, my best friend, my, you know, my, yeah, uh. She gets paid. She gets like forty five dollars for every A she has. And this girl has all A's, including in her a- ASL college classes. And I'm like, holy. So you're not crap. signing up for college classes. If I sign up, you know, Dad's not gonna let me sign up. He's already mad, like, really mad about everything. I'm because doing. you have too much going on. I'm. If I take a college class, it's not gonna be like a hard college class. But- uh, your dad's point, not our point. My point is. I understand what your guys' point is, and I know you guys tell me it all the time. I have so much going on. That's because I want all of these opportunities. Guess what? This is, you're like me. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to read this book. I want to read this book. I want to go here. I want to go here. I want to go hiking. I want to go do this. But guess what? You're one person, and you got to practice self-care and quality time and slow down. You cannot do everything. You cannot be everything to everyone. But I want it. This gives me so many opportunities. Like our crew and shit. But guess what? If you burn out and you can't complete one of these opportunities, these whatever things to go do these opportunities, you're going to be mad because you didn't dedicate that much time to it. So then, therefore, there's no point even doing it. No, because once cookie season is over and once once summit is done and everything, I will have time. Summit is not going to be for another five more months or whatever. I'm almost done earning all that money. And, yeah, I just, like you said, there's so many opportunities, you know, and that's why you have me in Girl Scouts. Because I get all these opportunities for scholarships. In Boy Scouts, I will get all these opportunities for scholarships. And but then you're, the crew burning, and ship, you're not burning the candle at both ends. You're burning the candle at all freaking I get to corners. meet a whole bunch of new people. I can meet the freaking president. If. If. <laughs> it's just, there's so, that was weird. There's so many cool opportunities. Okay, but and you And I will... want to take these opportunities. And if I can, if I... You can't even keep your freaking clothes. You can't keep your room together. That wasn't part of my room. That was my desk. That's a whole different story. Anyways, this is what it's literally like in my house when you first come in. Why kids thrive when we set high expectations? This is from parent.com. The expectations we hold for our children are critical in determining their academic and social outcomes. Lady Bird Johnson once said that children are apt to live up to what you believe of them. Since then, solid evidence has suggested that parental beliefs and attitudes largely influence children's outcomes. A number of studies have found that when parents set great expectations, the children are more likely to meet those expectations. In other words, the expectations we hold of our children are critical in determining their academic and social outcomes. Do you remember that, that one year? I don't know what grade you were. Maybe like fourth grade? I don't know, maybe third grade. And I remember posting about it on Facebook how you didn't do an assignment. Or you forgot your homework assignment at home. Oh, no, you were, like, fourth grade. Because we were living in Miranda Valley, but you were still going to school in Riverside. And you had forgotten your homework. Do you remember that? Dude, do you know how many times that freaking happened that year? And, and remember what I told you? And you want me to go turn back around? And what did I do? I was like, nope. 
Not, no. I ended up carving off a friend, but... That's not very good. Remember what I told you? I said, I'm not turning this car back around because we're both going to be late. And I can't afford for everybody to be late because you didn't come prepared. Yeah, well, that didn't teach me. Do you know how many times that happened that year? That's not even funny. Like, that happened so many times. I was always like... Or it was it was always, Mom, I forgot my homework at home. Can we turn around? We were, like, halfway to school. It was, like, an hour to school. With, tra- with like, light traffic. And my mom was like, no. And there were days when I was like, oh, as soon as we get to the school, we need you to sign this, like, paper. I need you to pull up, like, our doctor's information and stuff. Or I need you to just sign my reading log or some stupid, like, you know, like, crap like that. Like, small stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it happened throughout the whole entire year. It's, it was so bad. Oh. Down anyway. In one study, researchers sought to determine whether there was a difference in hands-off and hands-on families during the teenage years. Hands-off families were described as those in which parents were passive and had few expectations. Hands-on families, well, obviously that's self-explanatory. A recent study sought to identify the impact of... Do you remember when we first... I know it's kind of off-subject, but not really, but it is. Like academics and setting goals and expectations. Do you remember when we first moved in here almost three years ago? And remember when I gave you $100? And we had to go shopping. Oh, yeah. Did I mean, you, you still take me sometimes, but you didn't but actually give me $100. I did give you $100. Well, like, now when I go with you, you're like, what's a better deal? I know, but you have to tell them what. Um, so, like, a year or two ago. To almost three. Almost three. I was arguing with my mom about something. And it was at this time. Like, now I'm like, I know like, I should not argue with my mom about certain things that's expensive or something like that. And I she understand. She's talking about financial. Financial. So, I was arguing with my mom about something really stupid. And I wanted something, I wanted, like, something stupid. And I was arguing with her about it. And she was like, okay, well, next week, because every week we have $100 to spend for the whole week for food, gas, all of that. For everything that we need that week. Um, uh, and that was our, that was our goal. Yeah, our goal was $100. Got to spend more than $100 a week. Now, it had to be enough for gas and food and everything for the week that we needed. Yeah, all the necessities. Um, And I remember my mom was like, okay, Riley, well, since you're arguing with me about this, you're going to go and go shopping with me for this week's, um, for this week's, like, meals and stuff. So I went with her to, that day, we went to, like, four different freaking stores and we were, like, talking about what deal would be better, you know. And we were discussing prices. Wait, I gave you a $100 bill. And she gave me a $100 bill. You were in charge of it. I was carrying it. I was in charge of it. And she said that I was the one who had to buy the food and everything. And I had some help with with her, obviously, because she didn't want to waste $100. But um, we were, she made me talk about prices. Like, do we want to get the name brand chips that are, like, or the name brand tortilla chips that are like four dollars for the whole bag. It's like a family size. Or do you want to spend two dollars on like Walmart, like the store brand uh, tortilla chips that are only like two, um, like two dollars for a family size? You know, we had to talk about that and which one had the most, and we had to talk about who would eat this food and if we already have it at home, and we had to make lots of phone calls to my dad. Um, to 
asking if we had this, you know. We're have this if it financial. But anyways, academic expectations. Oh, it has to do with academics. Uh, I guess it has to do with academics because I'm trying to teach you to be responsible. But, I mean, my parents were very much the hands-off parents. Um, they didn't care about school. They pretty much just dropped us off at school and they just were like, whatever, we don't care what happens as long as nobody calls us. And when we get there, you're there. Like, they didn't care at all. Like, they never came to our things. They never went to our conferences. Um, Really just, they're very, what you would say, neglectful parents. Um, I mean, I know my parents loved us, but they were not... They did the best that they could do, and I. But I think they could have done better. But education wasn't important to them, and I think that's why it's important to your dad and I. Well, it's important to me, because nowadays, even, I mean, when Grandpa Tom was going to school, you know, you could go to college and it would be super cheap, and you'd be able to go and get a great job. But nowadays, I mean, even then, Grandpa Tom, you know, he he didn't go to college until he was older. But just think about this, that he had a good job and, you know, he, necessarily people his age didn't really have to go to college for a good education because they can go get a trade job, which you can still do now. But, like, data entry jobs, they didn't require you to have a degree. But now, you're, you you get out of school and you don't at least have associate's or bachelor's degree in anything, you're, you're, you're screwed. screwed. Because, <laughs> the, because there are not enough jobs... For people in the world, you know, to go around and make make money. And that's why I try to tell you, I don't love my job. I mean, I love my job, but I don't love my job. And I want to go back to school. And, like, you saw when I went back to college, like, whatever, five years ago, four years ago. I did really good at my I was so proud of myself. I got all these A's. I was like, I got this. I got to do this. I go, so I was always top of my class in college. I was so freaking proud of myself going back to school and I already had three kids. I mean, and it's so crazy because when you're in school, like for me when I was in high school, it academics I didn't care about because my parents didn't care. And, you know, I just wanted to get by and I was like, I don't care about my grades as long as I pass. Sounds familiar. I know you said that to me a few times. I'm not like that though because I want to go to a good college. Like, I want to go to like a one that has a very low acceptance <laughs> Like, I thought about going to an Ivy League, but I was like, that's expensive. Better work on getting some scholarships. I know. I want to go to Stafford. What? St- Stafford. Sorry, it's a joke. Stanford. Yeah. Okay. Stafford. That's an inside joke. Stanford, Anyways, what I'm saying is, as an adult going back to college and going back to school, and you're with these kids that are like 19, 20, and you're like 30 feels so weird to be in there. Really? It does. But at the same time, everybody's in there trying to better themselves. So it's like, but it's also like you're being partnered up with somebody. They're like, oh, I'm so tired. And they're like 19 years old. You're like, boy, boy you don't even know anything about tired. <laughs> um, but like. I can imagine you, these But things. as you get older, you appreciate that you have this chance for education. And I tell you guys all, all the time, you don't realize how lucky you are. Even though you guys are doing distance learning. And yes, it's a pain in the ass. You guys don't realize how lucky you are to have these opportunities. Yeah, and now it's bad. I, like you said, I don't use my time wisely because I have so much going on. 
which I'm totally fine with. I'm fine with having this much going on. I like being really busy because it doesn't give me, like, time to be lazy. Oh, Camille. Like me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I feel that. Um, do you ever see me really sit down and relax? If I do this, it's because I got a migraine or I'm less, like, pooped out. I'm yeah. like a little wind-up toy, like a spin top. I'm like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then I just, like, slowly, slowly slow down. And then I burn out. And then you spin back up. And then I go again. That's my good analogy for myself. Good I'm job. Like a spinning top. Good job, Mom. Good job. I'm, I'm serious. Like, I know. I'm proud of you. Good job. Look, in the morning, I wake up like this. Riker is the same way. I know. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever because he's laying down and then she's like, right. And it's like, okay, it's not even time for them to get up because usually we wake them up at like 7.15ish and I, she wakes me up at 7. She's like, Riley, get up. And then, just, and then Riker's laying down and then he just like goes, <gasps> and he just pops up in bed. <laughs> I've seen it. He's laying down and then you're like, Riley, get up. And he's like, and he looks at me and he's like, hi, Riley. And then he gets out of bed and he gives me a hug. He's like, mm. and he's like, where's mom? <laughs> He's, he's, yeah, but you both are the same. You both get up usually, usually is pretty easily. Now that you're getting older, you're getting lazy. Well, it's also because I go to bed really late because, like, okay, like I was saying before I started talking about, like, analogy stocks. Um, I have so much going on. Like I said, I'm totally fine with it. I love having all this going on. It makes me really happy that I get all these opportunities to do all this. But you also need to know how to just chill out. I know. That's what I'm getting to. So I have all this going on, and I'm happy I have all this going on. Love these opportunities I'm getting, and the thing is, though, I do like last was it last night? I think last night was Wednesday. So I had a Boy Scout crew meeting, and I have one next week for a ship. Um, I'm not gonna be able to go to that for very long, though. Like I just said, an hour, and it's I always have things like right on top of each other, and I have to do other things while I'm in my meetings and stuff. Meetings. Um, so, by for example, time, like you have a Girl Scout meeting that's in the middle of your karate, so which I, is also in the middle of karate and, and scouts, which is in a, you have two scout meetings at once at the same time. It's supposed to be a karate. It's no, not because my scout meetings are on Mondays, and then Wednesdays, and that's it. And then so like on Tuesday, on Tuesdays they change our meetings from every other week to. Or every two weeks to every week since we're planning for a trip coming up in May that I don't have to pay for. Um, which is amazing because we have like $100,000 in our bank account. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. For Girl Scouts, our troop account. So we're not paying for the trip, but um, we're not like paying for it. But uh, we have meetings from 5.30 to 6.30, but then my... Okay, um, well, we don't need to know about your whole But schedule. then my, like, karate starts at 6 to 7. So I... But um, I'm talking about academics. I want to go back to academics. Sorry. Academics. Sorry. It's just... My... Usually, my it's teachers... It's going to get harder as you get older. It's not going to oh, get easier. yeah, for sure. I look at Riker's work now, and I'm like, can I go back to that? Can I have that homework? But I've realized that... Riker's work is what I was learning in, like, first or second grade. Well, he's His... in first grade, so. No, he's not. Oh, he's... <laughs> I thought he was in kindergarten. But it was stuff that I was learning. When I was going to school in kindergarten, you didn't have to know how to spell your name. You didn't... That's what they... They taught you, like, the ABCs and stuff like that. It's crazy now in kindergarten, you were expected to know how to read. They're... Ex- they're... 
I mean, just think about this, is that I did go to school for early education, and I know it sounds crazy because I did all this, and then I was going to be a preschool teacher, and then I was telling your dad, it's not what it was when I wanted to be a preschool teacher. It's the expectations. They expect the teachers to do all this work, and the parents blame the teachers for their children failing, and they don't want to take ownership of their neglectfulness, and they don't want to take ownership, and they don't want to discipline their child for their children failing. They want to blame society. They want to blame the teachers. They want to blame everybody else but where the problem lies, which is at home. Like, when we, Lisa and I would talk, oh, my God, I'd be like, I don't know how we're fucking friends. Like, were you, literally, I was like, you're an idiot. Because she would ask me, like, for advice, like, Ariana would be failing. I don't, I don't think we listen to this anyways, but I'd say she was failing, and Lisa would ask me for advice, so I was like, well, I mean, this is what I would do, and uh, I think one of the projects, it was like a question, you know, because you guys can't talk about religion at school, and one of the questions Ariane had, I want to say they were in like fifth grade, maybe sixth grade, I don't know, something like that, and one of the questions was, if you see this person wearing like a, like a chic, or like, you know, um, what are the little hats called? Turban. No, not a turban, well, a turban too, or anything like a headpiece that's a religious thing. And it, the question was, how does that make you feel? What do you think about that person? And Lisa was like, oh, well, they're not supposed to talk about religion. I'm like, but the question to me as a person who, you know, I'm very open-minded and I've done education. Uh, I it's said, the so question's not about religion. Yeah. The question is meant for self-questioning and self-identity. It's asking how you feel about this person. It's asking you about your morals and your integrity and your ethics. It's not about religion. So, and this is why one of the classes she was failing. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, just let it go. And so instead of her talking to her daughter about this, she went ahead to the school principal, complained, and they all, it like, the teacher got into, like, huge trouble because it had to do with religion. I was like, you're the problem. You are the person. You are the type of people that this is why schools are, your children are failing. This is why teachers don't. This is, well, I mean, you're taking, you want these kids to learn things, but yet you're not trusting the teachers it's, who have a background in education to teach your child. Um and, and I get it. It's hard right now with this pandemic. Like, the the academic system, the government, and everything is failing kids with IEPs, learning disabilities, um, like kids like Braden and stuff like that. I'm like, it, this is all failing them, those whole distance learning. So I think people need to be more open-minded during distance learning because the kids with speech problems, autism, um, selective mutism like Braden. Because uh, you know he chooses not to talk and he shuts down. This schooling is not what their expectations are. Kids with autism, strict schedules. They know this happens this time. They can't handle different things. Like, have you ever seen somebody that's like with autism? They like have to have like a certain pen or a certain snack with a certain wrapper, and then you see like them have this meltdown over yeah, it. Yeah, it's a TV show called Atypical. Yeah, it's, but it's about a teenager. Yeah. Um, well, if you ever watched The Good Doctor, I think it's about a kid that's got autism. And it is. So, I started watching it a little bit, but I'll... Yeah, it was weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not weird, but it's weird because it's not my type of TV show. Yeah. I think I started watching some of it when I was in Saipan. I was like, this is... 
I watch Atypical because it's like a teenager starting to date and starting to move out of having a routine every day and learning how to, you know, grow. Okay, we're going to go back to our areas. So, academic expectations. So, what I was saying is, I really think that these kids are struggling. Like, I feel like I don't need to bother you about your grades. Yes, I, like, I see grades and I'll say, hey, what's going on? Why is this going on? Like when and I check Cohen's grades. Yeah, usually I have a good explanation for it. Or it's because my teachers haven't updated, which I understand. Because they have hundreds of kids to get to. And their to, own life. And they have their own life, too. But what I'm saying is, um, even with Cohen um, and Riker, I say, hey, what's going on? Your teacher says you're missing this assignment. What yeah. happened? That's like what happened today. Dad was like, hey, Cohen, you're missing like two assignments. You gotta do them. And he's like, okay. And he did them. But, um, I just... There's no point in me, I wish I'd take my own advice, like I said, even though I'm a parent and I'm learning and I tell you all the time that some things are not okay, I wish that I would take my own advice and not freak out about you not doing your chores and being responsible because I I know that you're trying but you have a lot on your plate and it's not okay for me to say, hey, why isn't this done? Because I know you need it to be done. Mm -hmm. But that's why I told you, like, even though your chore chart's up there. And you asked me, well, you're like, I don't even take my money that's up there. Because you get paid each day for your chore, chores. And I said, you know what? I'm going to leave it up to you. If you feel that you deserved your allowance for the day, you can take it. But if you feel you did not do your chores to your best ability, then leave the dollar up there. Mm-hmm. I Do you feel like that will work better? Yeah. I still haven't taken that money from my last week. Um, I think... Okay. The reason why I like school so much, I mean, yeah, I get to hang out with my friends like 24-7 when we were in school, but (laughs) the other reason was because school is your own way of being responsible by yourself without your parents being at school with you to watch over your shoulder 24-7, and it's about you making sure that you finish these on on your own time by yourself, making sure that you pay attention, and it's about you growing up, getting older, focusing. You know, I saw this thing, and it's so saying, I know, sorry. But anyways, uh, before, because it's kind of on the line of what you're saying, mm-hmm. that I was watching this video, and I know it's true, it's like most of your habits and everything that you're going to learn, like your brain, yes, you'll learn things after, like you're seven years old, but mostly everything you learn is like from the eight, you know, like you see all the way to the talk, sing, ring, thing, like that commercial, it's because your brain develops the most until you're like five, five years old and seven years old. So basically Everything you're going to learn is up to that age. Like, you're so, your brain is so open to changes and acceptance and learning. And after seven, it's like reiterate, reiterating these good habits. But up until then, like, after that, like, it's kind of like you said, you go to school. And I have to trust that I've done a good job instilling these morals and ethics and trust that you are going to listen to your teachers and you're going to do the best that you can do. Yeah, it's, that's, that's the reason, one of the reasons I like school, not just because I get to hang out with my friends, you know, all the time in class and stuff, it's because I'm going there by myself, I decide if I want to go to class or if I'm going to skip class, which I haven't done yet, <laughs> um, well, you, you can't know. skip class right now, so, yeah, I, well, I could, I've done it on accident, <laughs> I had excuses, um, 
but you know it's about me and it's like do I want to go to class today? but it's also like you know? uh, ex- academic exhibition you know like how the school when we went to Florida not this year but two years ago when the school was like they were gonna fall so far behind and they were stressing me out because I took you guys out for an extra week like so you guys were literally for a month off of school mm-hmm. and I was like I don't care I was like in the grand scheme of things, I was like, this is not going to matter what, stop it, what college they go to. Them missing an extra week of school is not going to stop them from graduating. And when we got back, I literally got your guys' report cards at the mail and you guys had straight A's. Exactly. Period. That's, I didn't. And so, like, when we went to Florida this year, I was like, we had to take you guys out for an extra week. For some reason, we always go on the same time. It was literally, we went on the vacation the same mm-hmm. time. Same place. Um. But anyways, like, your dad and I were talking, and I was like, well, I'm like, they're distance learning. I'm like, what, what are they going to miss out on? Um, we didn't, I didn't miss out on anything except, like, 20 questions. That's it. So I was like, well, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, if we really wanted to, we could do distance learning more at the park. But I was like, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, who cares? Um, yeah. I don't think that you guys are going to be total mess-ups, and you guys are not going to graduate school and have good jobs. I have no doubt you guys will go very far in school, in life. I'm too I, much of a perfectionist. Um, just drop. But that's your weakness, too. <laughs> um, I have no doubt you guys will do good and go far. I really do think I want to be some kind of engineer or something like that. I don't know. I really think that you'll go into journalism. I'm definitely seeing myself. I, like, I was talking to... We heard, it was a meme, but um, I said, like, it was, like, based on your kids' things, what do you think they'll be? And I said, you'll either be, like, a not an actor, but, like, a news anchor or an t- entertainment TV journalist, a sports writer or something like that. And like I said, something famous for writing. No, yeah. like, you see the people, like, the girls are like, oh, we're down in the field, or blah, yeah. blah, or, like, the... Uh, Entertainment News Weekly, they're like, Brad and Jen just broke up. And, like, <laughs> like, cause you're still doing journalism, even though it's trashy journalism. Thanks. I still think, no, I'm not saying that because they get paid good money. They go to famous places, they meet famous people, they get paid to go to these things. They're same. friends with some of these famous people. Exactly. But, anyways, and I have no doubt that Cohen will be some sort of engineer. He's quirky like that. Um, mm-hmm. I try not to stress him about school, and I know we're almost out of time. But I feel like I try. But okay, hey, talk. No, I was gonna say I try. I try not to stress you guys about school. Um, I try to work on your guys's weaknesses the most. That's why Cohen has to write fifteen sentences with me every yeah. day because his penmanship is terrible, and he hates writing. Even I, though he loves reading. I think Riker's definitely gonna be something like physical, like like a police. I, officer. I told him he would be. I was like, he'll be an MMA fighter. He's gonna be. He's gonna have. He's gonna be something that ha- that has to do with like physical and like strength, and you know stuff like that. He's gonna be like a police officer. I said an MMA fighter. Or yeah, if I I could see him definitely. You know an MMA that. fighter? That's a mixed martial arts fighter. That's when you see him like, like boom. Yeah. They're one like, two three. <laughs> no, now that's a wrestler. I'm talking about like. You know, oh, you see the ones oh, where they're yeah. like that, and they got blood everywhere. Like and, actual wrestling. Yeah. I could see that being him because yeah. you know he loves his karate. He's just one, two, three. He's, he he's really into physical, like like fighting and like strength, and he's all into that. So I can definitely see him being that when he's older. But I think he has so many like different like things that we're probably going to view when we're older. Ooh, not want to be a scientist that has to do genetics and code and all of that kind of stuff. I'm think, really into that kind of stuff. I think, like, I think that you should really work on coding. And 
there are so many jobs. I know you hate math, but there's so many, even like courses you could take right now online for free that are like teach you how to code, develop apps, web support, all this stuff. Oh, you know, Cohen created three new games. I know. I know. He loves He's shown me. His games are actually like really cool. <laughs> like, cause the book you got, it has like a website. To I know, use I know. Down, like, oh, the games are like actually really cool. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We like do, do, do you build it on this website, or and you just... build it on the website, and you play it on that website too, and you can share it with other people. Hey, you should share it to me so I can put it on Facebook and everybody can see this. It's it's really it's a really cool game. Like the games are really cool, and he's creating like his fourth or fifth one right now. He's creating like two. But, um... Anyways, so I academic like, expectations. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. This totally yeah. went everywhere. I but like anyways. I like school because, you know, I get to be responsible for what I want. And I'm responsible for, like, my future and what I want to be. And it feels like I'm grow- getting older and I feel so important for being able to control what I want to do in my grades and what I, my interests are and to have, you know, my parents stressing about what I want to do, what I'm trying my best to do, it stresses, it would stress, it would stress me out and it probably stresses out your kids too if you do that. So, academic expectations, don't stress too much, you know. I just think the biggest thing that I think we do is we support you guys in it. Like, yeah, see just, you struggling. But I think also it helps as you seeing your dad go back to school and me go back to school. Yeah. So I think it helps that you guys see us modeling that we want to do better for ourselves. Because we know better, mm-hmm. so we want to do better. So Yeah, and I also want to have all these cool opportunities when I'm older. Like, I want to go to these really good colleges. Or I want to apply to these good colleges with good scholarships. And I want to do all of this cool stuff. But the only way I can do that is by trying my best in school and because I already have enough to stress about I don't want to add school to my plate <laughs> school I already alright peace out academic yeah. expectations have them have ex- have expectations but not but, too high but don't have low expectations if they need help support them yeah. they're they're gonna be okay they'll turn out okay that's don't it worry. peace out next until next episode next week maybe we'll go back to birth control cause that was a that was a fun topic, actually. I know. Well, but I mean, it was kind of boring because th- I had to talk about like all. I don't this. think birth control is that great for the dudes that listen to this, but it's also very informative for them. Cause yeah. Because they ever decide to have sex and they want to make sure. My friend, um, he called. He he called me. And he was like, "I don't know his first name. I already know, but I know." He was like, "So." I listened to your podcast, and I was like, the last minute, I was like, "Bye, guys." He was like birth control huh and i was like yeah why and he was like it's an interesting topic he was like how many guys do you have listening to this podcast i was like quite a bit he was like well they're gonna be pretty informed about the different kind of birth controls there is for a woman how it gets sticked over vagina and i was laughing so hard i was like you're right you're right it was the best thing ever he was like wow well, I got lots of information. Is he learning things? Does, his mom, learning things. Does, his, does his mom talk to him about this kind of stuff? Yeah, but she's kind of like, I can't stop you from having sex. So okay, but that's sex. sex is not birth control. Well, kind of, well she's like, it's, it's not birth control. Anyways, peace out. Till the next episode. No, I want to press bye. I want to press done. Bye. Peace I'm out. Riley. Or Rye. I like Rye better. Uh, All right, same. till the next episode bye. of Parenting Talk. I'm Bree. I'm Rye, and she says bye. Why are you waiting? Stop it. Goodbye.